0: Here we are, another episode of 1590 Afterwards. This one isn't particularly after a particular show, but we wanted to get together because we've been discussing a lot off the air about Ventura County. And me being a newer resident, I I know that it's gone through a lot of change in recent years. and uh, And you being from Ventura County,
1: I mean... What the heck? From, from when I was a little kid. Yeah, we moved here from Sherman Oaks when I was three. Wow. So I saw a lot. And I, I will give you this. I, I have to admit that I, I am in the anti-development class. Even though as I get older, I realize people got to live somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I talked to the old-timers in Fillmore, and I realized, even though I've been there 21 years now, mine's one of the newer builds. <laughs> so I'm one of the idiots <laughs> that took over there, too. So I, I completely embrace it. But... When I was a kid in To, it was so open, and this is one of the things. There was good things that happened, but when the good thing happens, what did it switch out? So when we were kids, you would have the girls all had horses, and the guys pretty much had uh, the bicycles, Schwinn, Stingrays, mm-hmm. or when you got a little older, a motorcycle or mini bike, and you could literally right off from your house and just nice. drive on the streets. Nobody cared. Occasionally, you'd hear a buddy getting a ticket. But it was awesome. Up there with your BB guns, running around, goofing off. It was crazy. So then the Oaks Mall comes in. Was the Oaks Mall great? Absolutely. But I told all my friends, and they said, oh, you're such a hippie. I said, this is the end of Thousand Oaks because this is where we stepped over into real development. Right. And it became a real tourist site because Thousand Oaks was blessed with pretty girls. Yeah. And it became, you want the mall hangout? It (laughs) killed... And it was great.
0: And not to mention, you're going to see your famous pretty girls, and you're you're going to see your actors and stuff out there as well. It's close enough.
1: They had a gym store there at the mall, and it had all the um, the chrome, silvery stuff. It was beautiful, and it was oh, the elite workout person. So that's when we were lifting. I'm in there, and I'm I'm grabbing these dumbbells and kind of goofing around, looking. at Real cute girl next to me. I thought she was like a freshman in high school, but real cute. Just saying. I look over at my buddy, and his eyes are wide open and I go what? and he goes Heather clear? no run, she's right next to me and I look wow. over at her and she smiled and, but to see her in real life she had to be 20 or 21 22 then but see her in real life I'm like this is just, but there was that And it was kind of cool. Kurt Russell, when I was a kid, we'd run across his 40-acre lot that was behind our house. It was huge. There was horses everywhere. You'd run and watch Kurt Russell taking batting practice. He was raised in TL.
0: That's so cool.
1: So it was weird that way. So the changes I saw, because I love the rural, Mm -hmm. my comment was, look, guys, we can drive over the hill to Topanga and go to the mall there. We can drive out to Dodger Stadium. We can do that. Like, you hippie, we need that stuff here. And just for a little, I told you so because I'm a snot, if you look at I was raised in TO, those Facebook pages, man, it was so much better. I'm like, yeah, testing, testing, yeah. is this thing on? And I told him, I said, I, I told you so because they just thought the Oaks would happen, it would be really neat, and nothing else.
0: Well, as an outsider who, so Tommy was born in Thousand Oaks, as an outsider who moved to Ventura County about... Oh, geez. Now it's been like 15 years. I remember the thought of. Him being born in Thousand Oaks, a lot of what I thought was traffic and traffic lights because that was now it doesn't have that feel of the
1: openness. It's all stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. And you can demark 60s, 70s, 80s. When I was a kid, there was one traffic light in T.O. Wow. Imagine that now. And I know it's a long time ago. We're going back to the 60s. But it was things like that that made it very charming. That's why film companies came out and that's why people took a good look out there. Uh, Bright side though A lot of people made a ton of dough Off their real estate Way to go Mm -hmm. I'm all for growth Capitalism and development Uh, But for me Totally lost on, On what it was originally Many people If you talk to them uh, this place went straight to hell after 2010, and you realize when they moved into the picture. So it's funny. And I guarantee at Santa Paula, where you live for a while, there's going to be a lot of movement and a lot of growth there. Oh, no
0: question about that. Yeah. yeah, we had a development right there, the Lemon Tree development. I think it's Lemon Tree that was really not far from the house where all of a sudden there was like 30 houses where there was one la- piece of land. And then the, the stuff that's to the east, that's really big. And I don't know
1: how far. I mean, that can go all the way to Fillmore. And it was when did the cops get serious? In TO, as it grew, suddenly you couldn't ride the bike on the on the street anymore. Aww. You just couldn't do it. They they pull you over in a second. They, what the hell do you think you're doing? Well, we used to be able to do this. So that that was the big flip for me. Is it still a great place to live? Absolutely. But now Ventura's going through the growing pains with the X games coming mm-hmm. in, the Strawberry Festival was here. That irritated people. The talk of all these three and maybe four story buildings popping up, that's irritating people. So
0: it's part of the deal, though. It is. It, it is. really is.
1: Got to move to Kansas. Yeah. You, know, you got to move away. You move to
0: someplace you haven't heard of.
1: Move to Weed. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we talked about Weed, California. But I, I loved T.O. as it was very, very much. Really liked it.
0: One of the great things I loved about Tommy being born there at the Los Robles Hospital, number one, was that he was uh, born in the same room as Elvis's grandchildren. Because he was a Oof. C-section. And they only really had the one room that they did those in. <laughs> and since Priscilla Presley had... Twins Or not Priscilla His daughter Is that his daughter, what was his daughter? J- What's his daughter's name
1: That's a good question Priscilla oh,
0: Priscilla's his wife Why am I forgetting His daughter's name But anyways His daughter had her kids there And that's where the, oh. So that was the room Tommy was
1: in Did not know that Yeah But it was a celebrity Field back then You know we had a lot of uh, the, Lisa Marie Sorry the about B- that. Lisa Marie Presley Good Jeez. One. But we had a few of those people roll through, and a lot of people like to go through T.O., and it was funny. As a matter of fact, my favorite, Neil Young, wrote a song where he sang, I ain't going back to T.O. for a while. <laughs> I like that. Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> oh. We all thought, Thousand Oaks, Neil's talking about it. it was Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> when we heard that later, we were like, damn, <laughs> Neil's not singing about T.O. That kind of sucks. Uh, but, uh, and, you know, but then more stuff got pulled in. But we wanted to do a segue here, and you were talking about sports access, because this also fits into the Ark of Thousand Oaks.
0: Yeah, that, those were, I was actually just getting to that because the Los Robles Hospital. They had pictures of how they used to have the Dallas Cowboys training camp mm-hmm. right there in uh, Thousand Oaks, and apparently there was really good access. I've heard stories from people who would say they'd be at the, you know, at a mm-hmm. hamburger spot, and they'd be sitting next to Tom Landry or whatever, just really uh, in that community.
1: I lived about two miles from CLC back then. It was called before it became AU. And we would go to our uh, Park Oaks liquor store, the stores that were all there, there was a Melody Theater. And it was at Jans and Moore Park. And you'd be as a little kid, and I was anywhere from when they first got there, probably like eight to probably 18 they were there. And you'd be in line with, and somebody would walk in, you'd say, That's not a regular TO person. <laughs> They're <laughs> really big. And you knew they came into town and the amount of rookies they had, it was huge. Yeah. So there's a lot of these guys, they were they were just they were meat. And you know, they were brought in with a few prospects. But we got to go, zero exaggeration, on the hash mark for the sideline, the out of bounds our knees literally on the white, and the players would be running by you. There was no no, no barrier at all. The only fencing they had was for the weightlifting, but you were still hanging on the fence, and you would watch, you know, back then, Too Tall, Hollywood Henderson, yeah. Staubach, of course, all of these great—that uh, was Newhouse? What year would he have been? But Dorsett later, all of them right in front of you. They had a program, and it was kids that carried the helmets— the kids would oh, yeah. go to the dorms, and the player would give them the helmet, and they'd walk out with a kid. I never did that, but it, real up close and personal, they were so nice. And they were everywhere. Landry went to uh, St. Paschal's, uh, which is uh, another one at Jans and Park. That's where he went to church on Sunday. Oh, wow. And everybody would be in there, and he'd walk in, had his little hat and everything.
0: That's so great. That he just attended
1: went. church like he was home? Like nothing. And you know who lived? Okay, so where the practice field was... For CLC back then, three houses down from the corner lived a wonderful baseball manager who won the title in the American and the National League as a manager, and his name is? Was it Sparky Detroit. Anderson? Yep. He oh. won with Detroit, and he won. He lived there for like 30 years. Wow. And another just regular dude. Regular dude. Interesting. He hated the Dodgers. <laughs> that was okay, but just, hi, how are you? Great. Hey, good to see you regular dude and he lived it was a street and he managed up through the 80s too yeah, a street with mailboxes and no gates and no guards it was just a street wow. and you figure back then managers weren't making the crazy money but still houses back then were probably a hundred grand yeah he could have bought the block right. I mean, he was a but that's where he lived so and cool. that's how he rolled and he was right there they even got sparky anderson field is the baseball field. Oh then. nice. Yeah.
0: And they still call it that.
1: Yeah, and the other thing that's really funny is CLC in the old days was kind of chicken coops and questionable. It became quite the campus. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful place now. It's big.
0: Well, the Rams still do some stuff there, right? Mm-hmm. Don't the Rams yeah. is the Rams headquarters still at see C- yeah. they're going to
1: they're going to flip out to Woodland Hill somewhere there at some point. Which I'm surprised because Woodland Hills is going to be 10 degrees warmer than T.O. It's weird that they made that decision. I don't know if CLU just didn't want them as much and didn't battle for it. But it was really fun. And like you're saying with the access, baseball games that you went to, when we went to Dodger Stadium, you could get in so early, you even saw them chalk the field. Wow. And you would watch – the real batting practice. Yeah, it used to be you can go in for batting practice, yeah. Yeah. The real batting practice, like in the cage and the whole deal, and you'd watch, and then the other teams would come out, and all the kids would run down the lines and get the foul balls that were going in. That's another access that was available then that's not available now.
0: Yeah, I went to a, a Dodgers game a couple of seasons ago, thinking that I was going to be able to go to some mm-hmm. level of batting practice, and they let you in. They say it's to watch batting practice, but I think maybe we saw four batters, and it was just the, you know, it was just the typical the the pitching coach throwing to them, and there was no. It was, I was a little disappointed. I mean, you still kind of got to see it, but it wasn't
1: like the old days where you really got to sit there and watch somebody take their cuts. And my dad was a early guy. So we would get to Dodger Stadium, no kidding, double gates at Stadium Way, locked. And then we'd be just waiting, <laughs> open. We would be the first car into the gate. My dad would get to places so early. How but cool. for a kid, it was fun yeah. uh, because you just had a blast watching the guys hit. And you just see Garvey Lopes, Russell Say, Jaeger, you know, everybody out there. Uh, Working it. It was really, really fun.
0: I've always saw, thought of that way. Get there early, stay late, you get the most out of your money. You get to watch the, the warm up, you get to watch all of that stuff. And afterwards, there's usually some kind of interviews and there's always some kind of activity. Now they kind of kick you out r- about 20 minutes after the game's over. But <laughs> it, It's such
1: a different world. And I don't get it too, because for concessions, you know, And maybe they would say, well, beer sales don't start until the first inning. Maybe they could do something so some guy doesn't get you know, loaded up before. But go in there because we get the dog in the soda and we'd just be sitting there and uh, enjoying. And it was just great, A+. Plus. I wonder why they, they can't do something like that again.
0: I don't know. I always feel like there's trying the. I don't know if it's the the league trying to prevent access between player or create, put that wall between players and fans. But it feels like there's because. I remember growing up, we'd go to 49er training camp, and we would be, and yeah, there was a fence. I mean, you had Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and all these guys, so there was a fence, but they always came over and they would talk to you. I remember Steve Young buying a soda from one of the guys that was going up and down, you know, selling sodas in the stands, because he wanted a Sprite or something, and he waved the guy over was like, come here, (laughs) you're not gonna see that at most places. Now, the Cowboys do still have uh, some level of a public training camp here in Oxnard that's really fun. It's, uh, it's it's limited practices. They're not going to show you, you know, them running all of their mm-hmm. secret, you know, what are they zip zaddles or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that Chuck likes to call it. But uh, reverse zip zaddle, that's his play. But you'll, but they do have. It's fun, and you can go and uh, for upcharge, you can pay for a, I, I would highly recommend. I think it's three hundred bucks for the VIP experience. It lasts all training camp long you're in shade, they also have beverages provided for you, better access to the players. So you've done this? Oh yeah, I've done that uh, at least four seasons. And as a 49er fan, that's, uh, I mean, and it's worth the investment because, I like football. It has nothing to do with yeah. oh I love the Cowboys. That's my least favorite team in football. I would do this if it was the Steelers or the Jacksonville Jaguars or anybody else. I just love football, so I like being around it.
1: Yeah, and it's not expensive when you like it. That's yeah. why uh, when people say you would spend three hundred on that concert, well that's my favorite thing of all time. So I get that.
0: Well and they're here for if yeah. they're here for five weeks, three hundred bucks. Yeah. that that gets down to it where it spreads across. Yeah. You're not paying for parking like a lot of people are and you you know you have access to premier parking. And you've, it's, you know, like I said, I drink a lot of soda. If it's free mm-hmm. soda, I'll make my money back.
1: Sending them back. <laughs> so that is available. Is Do they limit those? Do you have to like buy one now?
0: Um, no, I think you could buy them up until they actually have it to where you can buy them right there at the gate as you're going in wow. at, when you first go. Yeah, it's a, I, it, I believe it's called the. Um, the Cowboys United, I believe, is the name of the the club, and you can join it. There's just different levels of access. I think the highest price one is three hundred, and that's the one I usually get.
1: And I think the Cowboys also, they're just, they're great promoters. You know, one of the reasons they west coasted it is they don't need to promote themselves in Texas. They're mm-hmm. pretty popular there. So all those years they would come out here and just spread the brand. And now when you go up, it is one gigantic. Gigantic merchandising opportunity.
0: Yeah, and it also adds to the mystique of them in Texas. They go away to mm-hmm. California to sharpen their tools, and then they come back to us when they're ready, kind of a thing too.
1: And for this area, there's people you'll see RVs everywhere. You know the way people follow them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some fanatic fans for every team. And the Cowboys certainly have that. So those are good times. Cowboys got uh, run out of To years ago. The Rams are just going to leave. They're going to go to Woodland Hills and. You know that's the way it is but hey growth is growth
0: yeah you can't stop it you really can't i remember going to candlestick and when the days started where the fences were taller and the mm-hmm. and they started putting the the green sheets over the fences so you couldn't see in and you and all of a sudden you're like oh okay
1: it's different yeah yeah and the price got got higher oh and, yeah you know but that's uh it's i'm very very happy that i was uh, raised in the era that i was uh, for that, because I, I did get access and did get to see a lot of things. Yeah, lucky
0: to, boy. It's hard not to be grateful for that. That's what I always tell the kids. I say, I sure hope you guys get to see a Super Bowl because in my lifetime, being able to see my team win five Super Bowls, Huge. like I'm not like yeah. I'm good, but I would love to see it for my kids. now.
1: I just wish I was more of a Laker fan because I, I would yeah. lay claim because I'm old. Yeah. I'd have lay claim to like ten because uh, <laughs> they won when I was a kid and I liked it, but I wasn't way into it. Yeah, And it was sort of like, hey, Lakers won, great And my Kings for 50 years sucked But they were still fun to watch And they are still, hockey's such a great sport Yeah, it is It's it's just my, absolutely my thing Uh, But it is funny to think, all those Lakers wins I'm like, why can't they be the Dodgers? Dodgers, why can't they win? Uh, But um, the Dodgers got like three during my, four, maybe during my lifetime Well, right in there
0: yeah. I and, had a good time. And there's still time. You're
1: talking like you're this is like, yeah, like that's <laughs> right. it's like but start winning quick guys because I I'm, I'm not feeling good about this. It's been like 20 some No, it's 88. It's been 30 40 years since they won a real title. Oh, you mean besides the yeah. COVID Cup. Wow. Yeah, it's 34 years. That's, That's a long a time. That's a, it's a, yeah, it's a few. All right, a quick one. We're going into overtime, but uh, comedy. Yeah, we have a lot of comedy
0: coming up on Friday, uh, June 30th. We have the funny and talented Jake Daniels coming to the Giggles, uh, Giggles Live, which is over at the Hangar Bar and Grill beautiful santa paula airport go to giggleslive.com for more details and tickets on that and you could also go to giggleslive.com to find about our big show that's coming to the oxnard tower that's coming up on thursday july 13th that's going to be myself along with the lovely and talented jen sturger one of my really good friends very funny woman with great stories Uh, we're going to be at the oxnard tower that's coming up july 13th and go to giggleslive.com and click on that link, Oxnard, and you'll find all the details you need for that to get a hold of Bob Davis and make sure you secure your place because that that show is limited to only 100 tickets. So we're once we hit 100 tickets,
1: it's done. Good view, great comedy, uh, nice food, good people, and a great cause.
0: Yeah, well, great episode today, Spence. Thanks for sitting down for 1590 afterwards on the Giggles Live Radio Network, everywhere podcasts are found, and the KVTA app.